0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and Abby, I I is in shock. I'm extremely Dear upset. I'm my son got married a year ago. I, 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 I see a woman here at
1: She thinks way she too, too much her son. She, she, she had to get married. Dear Pod. Like I get very Kellerman's this time of year. At Kellerman's, the friendships last long. nighttime, many whether rain or shine. shine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's good to see your vagina as always. Thank you. I'm steamy. I'm hot. I'm sticky. I've gotten to that point now where we have been in a heat wave so intense. That that now the heat is getting to me on a Tennessee Williams level. Like I literally got in the car and I just went. I can't take it anymore. I can't, Brett. Oh, it's painful.
0: It is like I, you know, I was I I love sitting in the sun. I love you know like being on the beach and whatever. But it came to a point where I was like, um, I don't. I, this, wow, like when you get to the beach and you take your sandals off, you're like, oh, the beach, and you're like,
1: fuck, fuck, shit, shit, shit,
0: why is sand so hot?
1: Well, and you do look like a Louis Vuitton handbag, so you're very well tanned.
0: Uh, well, I stamped it myself.
1: I know you should get a little tattoo, just every summer, temporary. <laughs> yeah, just
0: on my face.
1: Well, you've been at the beach a lot. Now, yeah. Jules and I, I said to him, we have not been to the beach once this summer. We never went last summer. Now, mind you, we're not beachy people. Right, you're and, translucent. Uh, no, this is not who you want on it's the like beach.
0: It's like a jellyfish on a towel. <laughs> oh,
1: it's so sad, isn't it? I just—that's <laughs> what that sounds that like. Okay. Me and Jules at the beach. That's Aaron. What is that? <laughs> Pee on me! It touched me. <laughs> so I made him go to the beach with me the other, the other day. Nine thousand degree day. I thought perfect. You know, thousand degrees out. We find a place on the Jersey Shore. We go there. Literally cross that, you know how there's always like that beachfront, like street. We cross that street, we get on the beach. The wind was whipping and the temp dropped like 30 degrees. It Mm -hmm. made no sense. And you can see all of these weather systems like blowing out to sea, you know, little storms in the distance. And Jules is like, I don't like the look of that. And I was like, (laughs) it's going out to sea. Like I'm suddenly a meteorologist. It's going out. Don't worry about it. It's going out. We finally settled down. There's sand in everything now because it's like a sandstorm. It's like we're in Dune. Sure. And I was like, "This is. Uh, I'm gonna enjoy this beach day. This is a wonderful beach day." I go down. I put my feet in the beach. Now I don't know how cold or how warm it is in Fire Island because you spend a lot of Fire Island time. Mm-hmm. Is the water
0: freezing? Yes. Yeah.
1: This isn't fun. How is this a thousand degrees out all summer, and that water is still ice cold?
0: Well, my body temperature is probably a thousand degrees, so when I jump into the water, it just then it starts to boil.
1: There's like a sizzle factor. Mm-hmm. But but this wasn't none of it made any sense. No, I put my feet in the ocean. I went up to my ankles, and I was like, "Okay, we're done. We're done here. All right, <laughs> pack everything."
0: Up. You, Literally. Have to dive, you have to dive in. You have to do the whole body. No, I plunge.
1: don't do that game. I oh, go yeah. in halfway and then I go to the belly button and I stand there and I go. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> you have thing. to give your testicles a break because they cannot just take all that cold. Your whole body has to
1: My testicles get used to it. <laughs> they're far, far up now I'm because of saying. this. But we sat back down and then two minutes later, a, a guy blows a whistle. Starts running down the beach like Town Crier being like, there's lightning! Lightning's been reported! And everybody packed up their shit and gone within seconds.
0: We never would have paid attention to that. I shouldn't Fire have paid
1: attention. I know. Look, there's lightning all the time. It's yep. the risk you take. You're in Jersey. You should be struck by something.
0: Probably. Like yeah. a loose shoe from Teresa
1: <laughs> Did you see the pictures from Teresa Judice's wedding?
0: I did. I don't watch that show.
1: Neither do I. I haven't watched it in a
0: while. I can't stand listening to her talk because she is so unintelligent. So dumb. That it is really, like, it hurts my brain. It's literally like awakenings. Like, I can't...
1: I do not process. um, Yeah, I don't
0: don't understand what's happening.
1: Someone throws a tennis ball at you. You just catch it. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Like, I know what she's trying to say, and I know that she knows that she's...
1: No adult.
0: She's playing the dumb game, but she's playing it really hard. No,
1: I don't know if she knows sometimes. She said ingredients. That's why I say ingredients whenever we do the specialty cocktail. It's a, almost a little tip of the wig to her.
0: I'm surprised that a, a woman that gets married again decides to dress...
1: Like toddlers and tiaras?
0: Toddlers and tiaras, and like it's her first time.
1: It, but it's her first time in 1989. What was the hair? Do you know it was ten thousand dollars worth of human hair?
0: And this is the other problem I have with these people. It's you know, people are killing themselves trying to like make money, and someone puts like a fucking suburban home on a their chinchilla
1: head. on her head, right. and that, she
0: still looks like shit.
1: She looked ridiculous. Yeah. Fifteen hundred bobby pins. What's sadder? The fact that that happened or the fact that I know these numbers and I can give you stats coming in. (laughs)
0: So you know what they did on their wedding night because they certainly weren't having sex.
1: No, they were undoing her hair. Right. She couldn't have done it if she tried. She was breaking her L1 and L2. That's ridiculous. I hate you!
0: I think it's so crap.
1: I I agree. But the only thing was is that they had their rehearsal dinner not far from the house, so I was like, should I drive by? (laughs) Should I drive by? I just gotta see what if I just drove by and like?
0: I feel like, like just looking at the picture. I felt like I was watching like, like Tony and Tina's wedding. In New Jersey somewhere. It's
1: a joke. It looks like it's a joke. Yeah. It had to be sponsored by Bravo, and they were probably like, look, we'll pay for this wedding, your but here's what you
0: have to wear. It's beyond
1: David's Bridal. This is ridiculous.
0: We make your dreams come true at David's Bridal. Is it a it's dream
1: come true? No.
0: Is it? It's a nightmare. First
1: of all, I've been to David's Bridal more than once, <laughs> and I've worn things from David's Bridal that were thrust upon me. Of course. It was not a sure, choice. I agree. I don't know what happened to that. I wore a dress for David's bridal for a specific wedding. And after the wedding was done, Jules put his arm around me and, and God bless him, because he has no he had no body sense, he was holding a glass of wine, tipped it all on the the whole side of the dress, completely soaked and I couldn't have cared less. I was like, Fuck it, this thing was going in the trash anyway. <laughs> But you've really just, you've actually made it look better. Now it's tie-dye.
0: Wow, this looks great.
1: Oh, my God, this looks, this couture. Go up, to,
0: go up to the bridesmaids and do the same thing.
1: <laughs> Please, go up to the bride. <laughs> Improve this. Good Christ almighty. Um, I have other things to say to you. What do I have to say? Oh. uh. <laughs> so <laughs> So uh, a friend of mine had suggested that I try these subliminals. So I'm on, I'm on a big kick again. This happens every now and then. You'll listen to self-help things on Audible. Sure. And, and I'll just sort of put them on and be like, what can I learn? What can seep in subconsciously? As I clean, as I go on the train, do whatever. And I put my little self-help yeah. books in my ears and, you know, narrated by Morgan Freeman, I learn a thing or two passively. Mm-hmm. Sure. So... A friend of mine was like, you should do subliminals. They're on YouTube, and she sent me a link. Do you know what subliminals are? Yeah. Yeah, it's subliminal messages, but it's like under white noise, and, and the message is always like, you're powerful. You've got more control. Who said that? <laughs> you're lying! <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just somebody feeding you lies underneath the <sighs> static sound. But here's my tip to anybody who may be listening. If this you're is like gonna
0: the Kevin this, Nealon SNL skit, Mr. Subliminal.
1: No, what's that? Why do I not know that?
0: When He was, he was like, yeah, so uh, maybe tonight after we go have oh, dinner. Oh,
1: yes. Maybe
0: tonight after you know we have dinner, I don't know we can do hot sex. Maybe we can uh, you know <laughs> go for a walk, hot sex. And maybe, I don't know, we can uh, uh, dog Put your punch. finger up your ass. Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. Okay, yes, I remember. That was actually one of the better <laughs> Kevin Nealon moments.
0: 100%.
1: Actually, I think the only good Kevin Nealon moment. I think so. But, uh, yeah, so you're supposed to listen to it as you drift off to sleep. Here's my tip. Don't, if you're going to do this, like spring for premium. Because I was listening to the subliminals and it's like, you're powerful. You're strong. You're in, we buy any car. We buy any car. We buy, we buy, we buy, we buy, we buy any car. And like, oh!
0: You're like, Jim, I think we need to buy a car in the morning.
1: I know. I was like. <laughs> You know, I run into my friend. She's like, how is it? I'm like, I don't know, but can I interest you in a new Nissan Pathfinder? We have six
0: in the front. <laughs>
1: I know. I didn't even want a Volvo. Who knew? Who knew? That's what I've been up to here. That's what's going on. I'm proving myself one sad subliminal at a time. Wow. Oh, and I'm improving you. Do you think it's time to say hi? Oh, sure. Let's say hi to the good people. Welcome to Dan Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Vince Vaughn.
0: And I'm Megan The Stallion. Oh,
1: you sure are. And we're coming to you from the Maha'a Kitchen <laughs> in the Maha'a Lounge at the Pineapple Ranch. We're well, because this the lounge is. It's, we're, we're just going from room to room to room. We're blessing everything. Oh, my God. We're, we're like because, honeymooners. Oh, my God. We are. We do it in every room. Mm-hmm. Bathroom next. Uh-huh. I call the tub. <laughs> because the lounge is under construction right now. That's right, we're getting a very special uh, bar installed down there, so it's uh, there's a lot of uh, sawdust and whatnot. So we're coming to you from the kitchen tonight, damn it. Can I hear it?
0: How kind of you to let me
1: come. And this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the articles of Landers and Dear Abby. We're letting the rain. For mainly on the plane in Spain. We're reading their articles, damn it, That's what we do this week and all weeks. So follow us on your social medias at DearPodOfficial on your Insta, your Twitter, your face. We got a website where you can every binge every last sexy ass episode. DearPodOfficial.com. Email us. We answer one of your advice questions on the air every week. You could be one of those lucky individuals. If you email us, DearPodOfficial.com at gmail.com, or slide into our DMs at DearPodOfficial on Instagrams, and we'll give you some love. And finally, most importantly, our Patreon page, patreon.com slash DearPodOfficial, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can become a subscriber and get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, and extra special tidbits in general, like a Birthday shout out on your birthday. So, birthday. guess what? We have a very special birthday shout out this Who week. is it? It is Chrissy Hope! Happy birthday to you!
0: Chrissy oh.
1: On August 24th, you celebrate another trip round the sun, and we'll be here because basically at this point, we are living on it. We are living on the sun. It's <laughs> hot as balls. And uh, there's water here on the sun. Who knew? Wow. So we wish you a very, very happy day. Oh, birth. Chrissy Hope, thank you so much for being a Patreon special subscriber and giving us love. Oh, and by the way, this is my one chance to pimp it out. Well, I have lots of, lots of opportunities for the next month. September 13th. My very first debut comedy album will be dropping on all of your platforms. That's right. Your your Apple, your Spotify, your uh, Sirius, your Pat... Uh, no, I was going to say your Patreon, but it's your Pandora. That's right. Pandora. Pandora. September 13th. It's called Baseline Presentable. It is my first comedy album. Comedy album. Comedy. I, I celebrate the comedia. And, uh, it's, and by the way, please, for the love of Christ, if you're out there and you're listening, I don't care if you're in Japan or Spain or Mexico or Paris. These are the places that we actually have a lot of hits, believe it or oh. not. So if you're out there okay. and you can understand English, for the love of Christ, follow me at Aaron McGuire, official, Maguire Official. M-A-G-U-I-R-E Official. And I'll tell you this because I have a, a meeting with uh, my label. That's right. I'm on 800-pound Gorilla Records. You can also Ooh. follow them. Do they do
0: uh, J-Lo's record? Uh,
1: They should. They should have. Mm -hmm. It would be an improvement. Oh. Somebody's got to compete with Beyoncé. We can't just let her take all of the wins, y'all. I think we are. I mean, I want to be Grammy nominated, so let's make some magic happen. And um, the saddest part is, so I have a meeting with 800-pound gorilla uh, regarding everything.
0: She has a name, I'm sure. She (laughs)
1: says, and her name is... Hillary, uh, I don't know. I just picked one out of thin air. Oh, that's good. So, yes, I have a meeting with them, and and they're like, it's all about promotion and how we're gonna, you know, how you get your word out there and whatnot. And they do, <laughs> they do a media rundown. Now, I don't have a social media manager. I don't know anything about how to make my situation better. I don't have disposable income in a way that I can throw money at some young whippersnapper who's going to go through all my stuff and make my life better. And I need that. It's like, the saddest part is I feel like people aren't going to go to college anymore. They're just going to pay somebody to up their social media status. And it's sad. It's sad to me. That and people smoking weed everywhere. It's (laughs) upsetting to me. And like an old man, I'm sitting on my front lawn being like, these kids today. I'm a little crotchety.
0: Oh, well, fun for me.
1: I'm a lot crotchety, so get ready. Oh. But they sent me like a whole rundown of like, We've done a basic, you know, estimate of your your followers and everything, and the number is so low that I'm like, there are dogs on Instagram who have more followers than me. they oh well, uh, yes, and I give quality sh- content. Maybe they sh-
0: show more skin than you. Know.
1: But let's maybe they have more teats.
0: I don't. Well, I'm.
1: I know. I'm that sure do. that. How do you know? You've I know. never seen me topless. The I got six been. right now, and I got two in the chamber. Followers? <laughs> so what Teats, followers, I, I, whatever. I'm so
0: confused now.
1: Just make it better, God. <laughs> Please deliver me 17.1 that I don't have to pay for.
0: Teats or followers?
1: Either one. Oh, okay. I'll accept both.
0: That's very now wonderful. Now accepting teats, from, and now followers, accepting teats from someone who's completely Honest non-sexual. To God.
1: You're gonna hear, you're gonna see me on a street corner with a, a cardboard box cut out saying "accepting bras. followers and teats." Yeah. yeah, lots of bras, lots of bras. All, all for bras, all your teats. So yeah, so so download it, follow me, make my life better for the love of Christ. Because guess what? This week's theme is stepdads, stepdads, stepfathers. Yes. Very uh, flowers in the attic.
0: Yes, Way. I don't have a stepdad, but I do have a father in law, which when people are always, it, it's very jarring um, when people are like, just call me mom or just call me dad. I
1: can't, like, I agree. I cannot. Oh, Patty, I it think just seems it's so weird. You were raised miles and miles away we were raised the exact same i will never call you mom i will never call you i never called anybody you shouldn't
0: call me mom nor should you. (laughs) i call
1: you zaddy (laughs) you're my dad yeah so wait your father-in-law
0: they're like you know they send me things you know love mom and dad um and you know i guess the other in-laws call call them mom and dad and i'm like no. I have a mom and I had a dad and I am not looking for a replacement at this. I'm sorry. The role has been cast. <laughs> um, I, I just feel, I'm like, no, I'm just going to go with Mr. and Mrs. Because this is just, I just can't, I can't make that. Distinction. Well, I it just, it's a little bit too out of reach. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's
1: not comfortable. I'm,
0: yeah, I'm not there.
1: You'll never be comfortable saying that. You didn't
0: adopt me. You are not my stepdad or my stepmom. So I don't.
1: Did you call your father dad or like, did you have a name for him?
0: Luther. <laughs> <laughs> <Vandress>? <laughs> um, And then I would dance with my father. Um, I just, what, I just called him dad.
1: Yeah. Straight down the middle.
0: Dad. No daddy. Did, no... Have
1: they, uh, have the in-laws ever pushed you to be called dad?
0: No, but everybody does it. That's weird. And I've just refused. I would
1: never, I would never call, because right now I have a mother-in-law. I would never, ever call her mom. My mom, ever, doesn't, ever. my
0: mom doesn't like it either. My mom doesn't like it. No, she that's doesn't.
1: weird. It's uncomfortable. I'd be like, no, 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 no. That's not your mother.
0: They're like, well, what do you want us to call you? My mom's like, well, you can call me Mrs.
1: O'Brien. Call- Mrs. O'Brien, not even the first name. Or day. you can
0: call me Carol, whatever you like. Okay. But don't call my mom because she's like, that's well, because you're not. I'm yeah. not your mom. no. I mean, it's. It, I don't know if some people think it's harsh, but it's like, well, that's a fact. It, she's not.
1: I would never feel comfortable doing that. I just think it's weird. It's giving a label. It's like calling the Pope, mister. It's I one just- thing.
0: It's like one thing <laughs> to have like your a- friends, your your parents, good friends, like aunt and uncle. That's different because anyone could be an aunt and uncle. because it's like nonsense. Yeah. An aunt and uncle are nonsense.
1: Uh, I'm in the room. It, I'm sorry. That's it, my only title. But
0: like dad or mom. No,
1: no, no. Yeah, like you can be an aunt, an uncle, and not actually be physically related to Correct. the family. Fine. Or a cousin, totally. Whatever. But a mother or a father, no. Those are reserved for the people who actually birthed you.
0: Or raised you.
1: Exactly. Oh, touche. Yeah. Yes. I don't, yeah, yeah. To, I don't mean to. I don't mean yeah. to. I No.
0: Yeah. That's
1: my bad. I'm sorry. I mean, some people- I've had half a glass of wine. Some people
0: like, some people whose actual father didn't raise them, they call them by their first name, and then they're- parent that raised them, then they're like that's my dad that's yeah. the person that showed all that
1: i all like to call nonsense. my parents mr and mrs mcguire i, I really want like to keep smart. it separate yeah keep it clean it's business ever
0: since the break ever since the emancipation
1: incident <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> i'm gonna start saying that to everybody the the emancipation yes and i proclaim this week's theme Stepdads, would you like to kick us off with an article? Sure. Mine is going to make you uncomfortable. So,
0: I think mine tuck in. also will do that. So, I'm trying to okay. figure out which uncomfortable
1: which brand of uncomfortable you want to be today. Right. right. And the answer is all of the above.
0: And boop. Okay. Boop. Oh, this is that. from the Gazette, Cedar Rapids, Iowa, October 13th, 1987. Dear Abby. Reading the letter from Wondering in San Antonio took me back many years. Wondering's husband of six years thought it was perfectly okay to visit his 17-year-old stepdaughter's bedroom at bedtime to talk to her. The girl slept in the nude and made very little effort to cover up. Wondering said when she mentioned this to her husband, he accused her of being paranoid, crazy, and evil-minded. When I was 35, I married a man who seemed to be overly fond of my 14-year-old daughter. Ew. He spent t- much time tucking her in and playing physical games, wrestling, hugging, and dancing. <sighs> when she started to date, he insulted every boy she brought home. They grew closer and closer. By the time she was 28, she hadn't brought anybody home for three years. The relationship, their relationship was obvious to me, but she denied it, and he called me crazy and evil-minded. I tried to talk some sense into her, but she wouldn't listen. I retained a lawyer who wrote her a letter demanding that she move from our home. She moved. A few months later, my husband moved out. And in with her. We were subsequently divorced, and he married my daughter. They've been together since 1966.
1: Ew, classic Moripovich. Povich.
0: I know that most men are decent, but I think women should be careful when they consider bringing a man into their home as a stepfather. Signed. True Story, Wilmington, Delaware. Dear True Story, mm. thank you for sharing your experience. A word to the wives is sufficient. <gasps> That's all this bitch has to say.
1: Okay, wait. We never usually do this, but I have to piggyback immediately Go. with my article, and then we'll break this crap down.
0: I might have to, I'm, we might have to do Uno, because I'm going to be like, six on top of six, <laughs> top of six.
1: <laughs> There's so many sixes. Oh my God, I'm never going to break out of this. Blue, green, yellow, red. Fucking love Uno. God, I want to play that. All right. I'm going to give you this article, and then we'll talk about it, because it is entirely too horrifyingly similar. This comes from the Lubbock Avalanche Journal in Lubbock, Texas, which should not surprise anybody at all with the content that is about to follow Texas. May 11, 1973. Stepdad, friendly. Hmm. Dear Ann Landers, I have been married to this man for 12 years.
0: This man? This man! Or that.
1: Who is here. (laughs) My daughter by a previous marriage is 15. Bill has been a good father to Wendy, and to our own two children. Okay, so she's got two kids with this guy. They've been married for 12 years, and she has a kid from a previous marriage who is 15 years old. About two years ago, I noticed that Bill fooled around with Wendy a lot, punching her. (laughs) (laughs) Come here, Wendy! (laughs) Oh, that hurts! Pulling her on his lap and tickling her. She would run giggling and screaming into the other room. It seemed like innocent fun, and I said nothing, although he never behaved like that with our own two daughters. Lately he has been walking into Wendy's bedroom to, quote-unquote, hurry her up when she is dressing. This morning I heard her shout, Please will you knock first? I hate it when you just walk in and I have nothing on. I had a private chat with Wendy that night, and she said that he has never done anything wrong, but she wishes her stepdad would, quote, leave her alone. Wendy is very mature for 15, and now I suddenly remember other letters in your column about fathers and stepdaughters. Please repeat the advice. I blocked it out of my consciousness, and now I know why. Signed, Freud was no fool. Dear Freud, the advice goes like this. A 15-year-old girl is more of a woman than a child. She is old enough to tell a stepfather, a boyfriend, or a funny uncle to keep his pee-picking hands off her body. And if she really wants them kept off. Some teenagers are testing their wow power just to see if it works. So don't make any rash assumptions, Mom. That train runs both ways.
0: Well, my mom would consider a funny uncle equal to a gay uncle
1: well it's weird because i did have an uncle who was a clown but that is just a sidebar Oh, okay uh, Completely I, different. yeah not entirely different
0: so is he a little you know funny
1: um, um like well, hysterical
0: he was. or like likes it in the butt
1: ew stop it what?
0: that's what it was
1: Well he's not on this earth anymore. So I'll let you I'll let you figure this out. Oh wait, which funny uncle? My funny uncle?
0: I'm talking about funny and Oh in in general. general. Oh but if you're funny, gay. Oh no, um, funny uncle uncle. is
1: dirty. It's like Uncle Ernie.
0: Oh, funny like funny dirty.
1: Look, funny funny ha funny queer. (laughs) Uh first of all. Okay. Stepfather's being inappropriate. That is creepy. Tickling I cannot. Go
0: ahead. Tickling is maybe, you might as well just murder me because I find nothing enjoyable about it. I don't like doing it. But has
1: anybody ever done that as part of a foreplay move for you to try to like, oh my God, I'm tickling you and oh my God, it's so wrong. Oh, let's make
0: out. Well, no, because it's never going to happen because it turns violent. (laughs) So Let's make out. And I fucking jack him in the jaw. I told you I didn't like it. (laughs) What?
1: So, there you and he's go. like, well, this went south real fast.
0: When you put your hands on me like that, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, if that's your foreplay, so be it's it. It's not my foreplay.
0: You're it's, a funny uh, it's uncle. It's a clown. It's, it's a funny clown uncle.
1: <laughs> not funny, haha, funny queer. Right. Uh, it's also, what irks me about this specific thing is that she victim blames the 15-year-old girl. You can't expect that. I mean... That kid doesn't know better.
0: This is in every after-school special movie. Well, you must have done something to,
1: to, to, to make him come you into your Why are you wearing that?
0: Why didn't you lock the door?
1: You could have done something you dressed to You're like a stop whore. It. You're a whore. It's very Flowers in the Attic. Mm-hmm. It all comes back to that. Ew. Have you ever heard? I mean, I don't know a lot of people. This is weird. I don't know a lot of people who's growing up Because I think we grew up in like the last era of the, we should really stick through this marriage.
0: It was was very odd when someone in my my grade got divorced. Yeah.
1: So you didn't know a lot of people who had stepdads, right? No. Can you imagine coming into somebody else's family too?
0: No. (laughs) I cannot. And I cannot imagine welcoming. And if my mom got remarried or whatever, I'd be like. I don't know what this is. I'd Were you
1: worried think. that that was going to happen? No. You no. knew?
0: Yeah. There's no way.
1: At but that yeah. point, she was like, I'm done.
0: I mean, my mom was lucky. She survived the pregnancy with me. So she does not want to invite anyone. Dark. <laughs> yeah, so like,
1: no guy would come in?
0: There's, I, do you think
1: she I, dated anybody else and just didn't tell you? No. Ever?
0: No. You know? I know that for a fact.
1: Yeah. Okay. How do you have confirmation on this?
0: Because I talk to my mom all the
1: time. Okay. And she's and never like this, I got this sweet side piece I've met on hinge. She's
0: met I mean she's had people ask her out and she <gasps> said no. I'm married to my husband.
1: Oh my god. Oh that all oh, that upsets me.
0: Why does that upset
1: you? Well, in a good way, like in a heart tuggy way. It's like not she's like, like, like a funny no,
0: ha gay clown. Not in way. a funny ha
1: ha gay clown. <laughs> bend over, kind of hold your ankles sort of way.
0: How many handkerchiefs are in my butthole? This
1: is- <laughs> you pulled a rabbit out of what? <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. Is that what that smell is coming from?
1: Now, when you say presto,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, that's, that's heartwarming that she's like, no, I'm married to my husband and I'm done. Uh, yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's the way she's always viewed it.
0: I would say, yeah. Yes, it was the love for life, I believe. Oh. She's very dedicated.
1: Oh, I love her. Will you hug her for me? No. You're going to go see her. Well, we'll see. I mean, I still I, have to land the plane because <laughs> you're flying. well hey spirit has been absorbed by jetBlue I which saw means that. that spirit air airlines pilots they're gonna learn how to fly
0: eventually. they're gonna have to eventually and not wow. just like you know paper planes
1: but is this kind of like a host prey type thing it's like uh I what think if we're this thing last podcast oh I don't so know. we did airplanes Right. Oh, oh my God! That's right. The last episode was airplanes. Please go back uh, <laughs> on the previous episode could, on, of Dear Pod. On the last episode of Dear Pod, airplanes are funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> on the next episode of Dear Pod, clowns are scary. Hit me with an article. On the next article.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: on the next this, article. This is
0: from the Albuquerque jour- Journal, Albuquerque, New Mexico, March fourth, nineteen eighty-two. Dear Abby. My sister remarried six months ago after being a widow for nine years. The man she married is a handsome, outgoing, successful, professional man.
1: Always a professional man.
0: Well, he's a professional man. He's not a professional clown.
1: He's good at being a man. Who is He does it professionally.
0: A problem has arisen that disturbs me and other members of our family, and your opinion would be very much appreciated. It concerned my sister's son, who is 14. I'll call him Jeff.
1: Oh, I was going to say Gus, Mm. but sure.
0: At first, we were glad that Jeff and his stepfather hit it off so well since Jeff had been fatherless for so long. But we are beginning to think that they are too close. My brother-in-law is very affectionate with Jeff. He hugs him constantly and kisses him too. When he's near the boy, he reaches out and strokes his shoulder or his back. Mm. And Jeff seems to appreciate and encourage such affectionate gestures. It doesn't seem normal to me. Is this healthy? My husband doesn't think so. Are we reading too much into this relationship? We haven't discussed this with my sister at all. Should we? Signed,
1: Suspicious. Oh, God.
0: Dear Suspicious, I see nothing improper about a man openly showing affection for his newly acquired 14-year-old stepson, and the boy's appreciative response is also understandable.
1: If it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck.
0: I sometimes, I mean, listen, this is someone who's jaded. (laughs) <laughs> I sometimes think that the, we're all so ready to pounce on like, you're a fucking pedophile, pedophile. Yeah. that we actually don't know. Like I wasn't raised with like a lot of hugs and kisses and all that stuff. And when I see people do that to their kids now, I'm like, oh, I don't
1: Yeah, it's dicey. But that's
0: because that's the way I was raised, which was like kind of like a lack of affection. Well, you were thing. raised Catholic. I was raised right. Exactly. No, I was, but, um, is, which then later means that you have a pro- you probably have an intimacy issue growing up. Yeah, I, think,
1: I mean, yeah, it makes you kind of like a standoffish, not huggy person. But you know,
0: I mean, I don't hug my friends. It's taken me a long time.
1: Yeah, ditto. So I don't. I didn't hug my parents until I was like in my thirties. Well, <laughs> so paging Doctor Freud. <laughs> 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 you know, let's just bookmark you know this moment. <laughs> but it's more about that. But I, I will say I know what you're saying. It's like everybody's gonna jump to that. However, comma, my gut is very keen, and if your gut is telling you something, keen or
0: clean, because I,
1: it's not clean. That's okay. for damn I need sure. A probiotic too. Not since the colonoscopy, mm. but it is. If your gut is telling you something, then these people are shady, and you gotta trust the gut. I have not listened to my gut so many times, and it has gotten me in a lot of pickles.
0: Are pickles my- bad for your gut too?
1: They're good for you.
0: I'm thinking that she's part of it, like a lack of affection family, and this guy's like, "Hey, kid," and you know, every he probably went to some kind of class and was like, a tap of affection. It's not like. The other letter where it's like, there's tickles and then there's bubble baths together. And then <laughs> he's like sketching them <laughs> on a couch. with and the. And then somebody's the, bringing with, them oatmeal
1: yeah. cookies while they're sitting in a bath and their sister's already in there.
0: Right. And it says, pay me like one of your stepchild. Yeah, yeah. Jack.
1: Exactly. While well, you relax on the on the first class settee in the sure. Titanic. Yeah. No, I, I have a different reaction to this, which is, especially females. I feel like females are more attuned to that stuff where it's like, hmm. I don't trust it. I keep my eyes on it.
0: I would say if he's running his fingers through his hair and staring longingly, no, and then they're walking down the beach, and no. then at one point there was one set of footprints because that's he like was moonlight. fucking. Him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the saying about Jesus? <laughs> Correct.
0: Why were there only one set of footprints? Because that's when he Jesus was, was me. fucking. Him.
1: And this is why we're not safe for work, ladies and gentlemen. And this is why you tune in to hear disgusting, trashy I don't know. shit.
0: I mean, there are still people hanging up a white Jesus in their kitchens. You know what I'm saying?
1: I mean, I I, I, I don't know. I don't know. My alarms go up. Okay. And my, if my alarms go up, my alarms are almost always correct.
0: Okay. Well, these people are probably dead, so we'll never know.
1: Okay. We could, we could email them, though.
0: Well, they're dead. So. Jesus
1: gets emails in heaven. <laughs> And you know what you get down here? An article from the Daily Record from Morristown, New Jersey. Everybody's so favorite. Close. I think that's where the original, the last TCBY is. Ooh. That's Morristown. Remember the sad that, TCBY? Yeah,
0: box fandom. I'm order.
1: not over that, and I feel like we can find the TCBY. This is September 21st, 1976. Come back with me, will you? All right. For Ann Landers hates stepdad. Oh, wait, those are separate things. That's just the title. It's hate stepdad. Oh. From Ann Landers. Dear Ann Landers. Oh, wait. Dear Ann Landers, I am a 13-year-old girl who has looked up to you as a mother figure for a long time. I hope you can help me. It's my stepdad. I hate him. He criticizes everything I do. I have tried to improve myself, but he never notices. I am fat, and I know it without him reminding me all the time. I should do something about my weight, but it's hard not to eat things when they're right in front of me and I'm so hungry. I stay in my room and cry a lot. I haven't told my mom how I feel because she wouldn't understand. But I get nervous and upset when I think of staying in a house with a stepdad who hates me. It will be five more years before I go away to college. Can you suggest something? Signed, Bluegrass Girl. Yeah. Dear girl, talk to your mother. This is too much of a burden to carry alone. Your overeating is probably related to the problem with your stepdad. I hope your mother will take you to a doctor for a checkup and a diet. I hope, too, that she will speak to your school counselor about some talking sessions. You need someone who will listen to you. If your mom is unsympathetic, please go to the school counselor on your own and be as honest and open as you were with me. Good luck, dear. Aye, aye, aye.
0: I'd rather write a total stranger a letter.
1: I guarantee it you it's that stepdad. Could you imagine walking into somebody else's family and like swinging your... Dickling. I was going to say swinging. Yeah, proverbially. To be like, and you're fat. Do something about it. But this was also the 70s. So people were raw, more raw.
0: Well, yeah. And then your your home life is violated because if you're... In, like. You know your house is kind of normal, then all of a sudden come in and be like, "You're fat, you're ugly. What's wrong with your eye?" What
1: would that do to you if, like, your mother got divorced and then she got married to a guy who treated you like shit? Which happens a lot. Yeah,
0: and be like, "What's happening? What? What's <laughs> happening here?
1: I don't feel right. <laughs> I'll like, go to mm. camp."
0: And then you're like, "You're." I think I would. I would either be like a hundred pounds overweight or a hundred pounds underweight because I'd either like stress eat or then I would just like stress diet. Nah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, I lived in a weird fear as a kid of of my parents getting divorced. And it wasn't even like that was a regular thing at the time, which is more regular than not. Mm-hmm. But I always just was afraid. Like, my parents never fought. And on the rare, rare time that they ever did.
0: It was who's on top and who's on bottom?
1: Ew, stop it!
0: What? I mean, I'm just. Not
1: that way, no! Oh, okay.
0: P- like, who wears the baby costume? <laughs>
1: Yes, who's that's cat, what was happening at our house. Woman? Who, you're, who, what, who?
0: Like, no, you can't be Catwoman. I'm the woman. You can't wear, you're going to no, ruin you're the No, you're outfit. the cop.
1: I'm not the cop. I had a weird fear of my parents, like, ever fighting. Because it was so rare. And on the rare occasions where they did, I was like, they're getting a divorce. I don't want my mother. And I had just a fear of it. And, and we went to the gas station one day. And this guy was just pumping gas. Everybody knew him. His name was Paul. He was the local gas guy. He was literally a grease monkey. Like he was covered in grease all the time. Vintage. And all he was doing was pumping gas. Because this is a right to work state. Was, uh, was once upon a time. Okay. So he's was, he was like, I don't know, mid 80s. And he's pumping, her, his, yeah, pumping gas, talking to my mother. And all he was doing was being nice. And, and I was just like steaming in the back. Stamen.
0: Well, where it, was her hand?
1: uh On the ten and the two.
0: Oh not. So
1: she was no, and but I was just like, "Why is he?"
0: Was the about? ten flesh colored?
1: Oh, stop it! I'm just asking. Stop for a it! You I'm could just... a, for a friend. Don't you ask for a friend? So, uh, yeah, maybe he. So that a he goes hand. to. You, anyway, Paul the grease monkey. He all that's all he's doing. So he's done. Finishes, takes the money. And as we're driving wow. away, I stick my head out the window and I go, She's married! Wow. Like eight-year-old me.
0: How'd that go over? I I what'd don't you, remember. What after that?
1: I was sure she was like, she, she threw you out of the house. <laughs> you. She's like, I was making inroads with Paul the grease wonky, and now you screwed it all up. And then she called me a cock blocker, but then we went and got ice cream. Yeah. Yes. That's so great. that was, uh, that's my story about my fear. I have a, a fear of my parents getting divorced and the idea that some other guy would try to hone in on that racket and be a stepdad to me. God help any guy who would ever be a stepfather to me.
0: Who would want to be a stepfather or stepmother to a family that's of rough. eight kids? Eight. Hey,
1: well, yeah. You got it.
0: Oh. You're pretty much Anna.
1: Yeah. Instant Not only family. did you
0: shit the bed, but you doused it in diarrhea. But
1: you're going to get what you're going to get with what you want to get. So it comes with the territory if you want to be a stepdad.
0: I don't want to, and I would never.
1: Could you picture me as a stepmom? No. I can't even imagine. In a non-Disney villain situation.
0: No, I cannot. I just, I just if someone were like, oh, and this is my son, I'd turn and I'd probably talk <laughs> to them like, hi, <laughs> hi, I'm. And Patrick, how are you? Like, I just wouldn't be like, I, I couldn't, I, I wouldn't be the one that like brings the stuff to animal or like, I found this book for you. I'd be like, uh, this. you don't talk to here. kids
1: like they're kids, right?
0: No, because I find that really aggravating.
1: Oh my God, Patty, I know.
0: I don't know why people talk to children like that.
1: I can't physically do Is it. Is that
0: your girlfriend? No. Yeah, like that, to <laughs> me, that seems stupid. Why am I asking a toddler if that's his girlfriend? That's-
1: Can you vote yet? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Handed in. Like, I just can't, like... Because know.
1: as you're a kid, do you remember, like, those people are burned in your brain forever? The people that you hated that were friends of your parents like that? that None of That would say my kind of crap I, like that?
0: Most of my parents' friends talk or to attacks. me like I talk to children, which is why I talk to children the way I do.
1: Like an adult.
0: Like... Yeah, they have, it's a fully functioning brain, so you might as well start using it.
1: Yeah, but I, I'm caught in between the mood in New York City. In that, like, I don't know how... I am so... Un-
0: I'm not saying, hey, did you? D- don't forget your condoms in that bottle. <laughs> I'm saying, like... You
1: don't ask it about their 401k. No,
0: I'm not saying how many dicks you take last night.
1: Well, exactly. There's a happy medium. Right, but of course. That's. I just- don't know how to be around kids. And it's getting to be...
0: Like what to wear? Or worse. Like I wear, wear, wear underwear <laughs> or nothing underneath the skirt.
1: What do you think she'll like this? This is <laughs> this is farm real. Uh no, I just I'm starting to get so I'm getting a little weird where it's like, what do what do children like these days? Oh Truffle I don't oil? give a
0: shit what uh, a child likes.
1: Yeah, but I don't know how I look like the most uncomfortable person around them. And I know that kids kids they have that sixth sense about them. And also, they say the one thing that you hate about yourself out loud in front of everybody.
0: Erin, I'm going to give you a couple tips. Um, number one, treat children like dogs. When you walk into someone's house who has a dog, ignore the dog.
1: No, Eventually, I will never do I love dogs. That's the problem.
0: Okay. I'm just, stop interrupting me. Okay, I'm sorry. Treat them how normal people talk you know, about like, just go in, ignore the dog. Ignore the dog. You know, people that come, they don't. You can't like...
1: ignore someone's child.
0: Erin, <clears throat> <Aaron, laughs> let me finish. Okay, there. Right. You go okay, and you do? ignore, you ignore the dog child, and when someone's like, "Why is your ass so big?" you say, "Why are you so fat?" and then it immediately stopped. Like you have stopped it.
1: What do you do to your nieces and nephews?
0: They don't do this to me. I've done it. We do, we do this once, and then they're set for life. <laughs> Like you come for me, I will eviscerate your child. They're
1: going to be in therapy for the rest. of Not their my days. kid.
0: Not my kid. Not that's your their problem. parents to figure that out. Okay. Because life's tough. So if you're going to come for me and be a cunt at, at <laughs> as a two toddler, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the full forty six year old man a hundred percent on you.
1: As a two T. Yeah. As a two T. Which, by the way, is my size.
0: Wonderful. But Getting that's back how to I, the birth I feel like it sounds like I'm farting, with <laughs> these chairs. <laughs> But that's how I feel about like I can't I cannot It's not that I ignore a child but I'm not a junk number I'm not a jungle gym. I am not here to oh, talk to them. I I think that
1: them. you established that very clearly right. when I'm you're
0: not here walking. to like raise the kid or talk to it as if it's like got some uh amoeba eating brain disease. Yeah. I don't do that.
1: I, I also feel like I'm physically sharp. Like, I have a lot of points to me. Right. And, and I feel like that's a dangerous thing for kids to be close to. Again,
0: this is not your responsibility. It makes me to, nervous. just right. makes me nervous. But that is not... It's not like you're going to a park to pick up kids, right? Yeah. You're at your friend's house. And if your friend... If your friend's kid gets hurt because you, you're built like olive oil, that's Oh, more my that. God.
1: I know. That kid's eye is coming out. Not your but, problem. But this is why I'm a drunk aunt
0: and there's nothing wrong with that. If someone invites you over to their child-filled home and supplies you child with liquor filled then that is on them. That's not on you.
1: No, that's that's I'm just fulfilling <laughs> my obligation.
0: I'm here as a guest. This is your obstacle which Aunt is Auntie your Aaron. child. You've given me liquor.
1: <laughs> and who else is going to tell you that your father's gay?
0: Right. So why don't you who put, else put that will thing tell you, to, you're why don't you put that snot nose running bag of influenza back in its Caraberry bed before I have words with it that you don't want me to have. Oh, we don't use words like that. Well, let me tell you what. Take it to Hell's Kitchen, and that kid's not only going to hear a bunch of words he doesn't want, but he's probably going to get pissed on.
1: I can't wait for that kid to show up at your door when he's 18.
0: Be like, what the fuck is this?
1: Uncle Patrick!
0: Slam. Do you have any myth?
1: Are you ready? Yes. What should is it? Should we do a little? Also, because we have no jewels here to tell us what we should or shouldn't do. Where it's like the inmates are running the asylum.
0: I like that. It's so fun.
1: All right, then. You know what it's time for? It's time, time for, for
0: Instagram Instagram Mail. Instagram Mail. Instagram mail.
1: Express is episode, your, we're doing it to grab meal.
0: We're both just a little funny or reach funny, Reach into gay, my pocket and take out that rabbit. Wait, too
1: much. not that rabbit, it's a very different rabbit.
0: It's a brown rabbit because it's made with poop. Came up my butt because it's a funny uncle clown, but not that kind of funny
1: for Easter for <laughs> that is right children it is time for the instagram mail every week we answer a question that you will send in to us for advice we will attempt to answer it like dear abby and landers you know the broads we've just been pretending to be for the last 45 uncomfortable minutes That's so uh yeah so email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial with any of your questions and we will answer them right here on the air. Hit it, Patty.
0: DearPod, ever since life started to return to normal, I find I have an abnormal fear of using public bathrooms. I'm nervous about using them. It's gotten so bad that I've started to turn down plans that are, far, that are too far from my home. That are far from home. That are far from home. <laughs> for fear that I won't be able to run back in case I need to use the facilities. Am I alone in this? Has anyone else ever encountered this fear? If so, how can I get over this? Signed, P. Shy in Peoria. Mm. Dear P.S., the only I fe- the only thing I fear in pub- in a public restroom is a stolen lock on the door. When I gotta go, I gotta go, whether that toilet resembles the one on train spotting or the toilet at Rudy's on Ninth Avenue oh. after an all-you-can-swallow hot dog night. There's no stopping me. Sure, I should stay cooped up in my house and play it safe, but as I've learned from Press Your Luck, you gotta take some chances in spite of the whammies. There are a few people out there that share your fear of the public squat, but after years of this endless pandemic, people would rather take their chances with white jeans and a bean dinner than watch another night of TV alone again. Like Celine says, what do you say to taking chances? What do you say to dropping and trow in public again? I think that's what she said, but don't quote me on that because I can barely
1: understand her anyway. Oh, always, Abby. Renee Angelil. <laughs> um. With Wow, that train spotting toilet lives in forever's in in memories of I, people for forever.
0: I feel like it's been memorialized on this podcast several times.
1: I know. We do talk about that. That's what it feels like.
0: But you like. know what? Everyone knows what the fuck you're talking
1: Absolutely. about. Absolutely. It's a very vivid it's image. It's
0: the silver bullet of like, oh, that type of toilet. Oh,
1: that toilet. I know what toilet you're talking about. Yes. Roseland.
0: Yes. Yeah. Not every. Yes. Not everyone knows about the Starbucks toilet, which was covered head to toe in fecal matter. But you say train spotting.
1: You have a visual image. Did yeah. that happen? Did you actually see a Starbucks toilet that looked like that?
0: I think one of our followers has told me about that Starbucks.
1: The Jackson Pollock. Yes. Somebody painted it. Someone had
0: spent an awful lot of time...
1: <laughs> Working hard. painting it. And not framing it.
0: No. No. Just, you just go in there to enjoy.
1: It's a Banksy. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, a blowout. <laughs> here's what Anna has to say to p in Peoria. Dear PNP, no, you are not alone. In fact, if your condition is listed in a medical journal... You're in good company. I get it. What? You're in. Good company. Good co- You're in. You're in. Thank you. Thank you. You have a condition called paresis, also known as urophobia, also known as bashful bladder, one of the lesser known garbage pail kids. Oh. Simply put, it's the fear of public toilets without any medical cause. Though if you've ever had the displeasure of going to the bathroom in Penn Station after a Rangers game, you'd have plenty of cause. Pararesis is experienced by men and women of all ages, and when severe and untreated, can lead to medical complications. So don't put off to tomorrow what you can poo today! This falls under the mental health category of social anxiety disorders, which we all have these days. So get yourself a good therapist and some anti-anxiety meds before you have to get yourself a colostomy bag. A good therapist can help you digest this information and have it pass through you smoothly so you can lay some serious foundation for your mental health. Let this wash over you now, and you'll be a whiz! Now if you'll excuse me, I have to go meet some barbarians at the gate. Good luck, you stopped up son of a bitch! And keep your legs crossed in the meantime. And public bathrooms. Let's just break it down for a minute.
0: I will literally go in any bathroom unless it is a Jackson Pollock bathroom.
1: You're shameless.
0: Uh, yes, I will levitate. I will, I will use <laughs> the door for leverage. I will do whatever it is because if I got to go, I got to go. You'll
1: Tai Chi that shit. You're going to matrix it. Legs mm. on either side of the stall and yeah. hover.
0: One thousand percent.
1: Oh, agreed. When nature calls, it calls, and I have no shame to yeah, what I'm, that is. I
0: somehow have become an Olympic gymnast and will pay for that later.
1: Absolutely. But keeps you limber. Yeah. Uh but this is just kind of a PSA. If you go to the bathroom in a public place and you go to walk to the bathroom, these are individual bathrooms, single cells. Yes. And you go to open the door and it is locked, assume that somebody is in there.
0: I think that's a general rule of thumb.
1: Why the hell are people shimmying the handle and going into a five act play about this?
0: Um, because people think that the world's against them. But
1: I don't understand this. It's like, okay, this has happened to me multiple times this week because I've had to, I've been hydrating a lot. Sure. So I've needed this space. But, okay, you go to try the door. It's locked. Shimmy, shimmy. Knock, 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 knock. Shimmy, knock. What What do you think? If the door is locked, what do you think? That somebody came in here and locked it? It is floor to ceiling covered. I didn't lock it and then, like, go out a window, like Breaking Bad or some crap.
0: But did you announce yourself?
1: But no, do you have to announce yourself? That's the problem. I don't want to announce it. I don't want to have to say, someone's in here.
0: Yeah, but then it'll keep them from... Doing it. Yeah, again. but
1: it doesn't make like. Why should I have to do that if it's locked? If why can't that be enough? If you protect your privacy
0: enough, then you will say, "I'm taking a shit."
1: Oh, what if you did announce it like that? Yeah, have you done that before? No, You're I just say I'm in here. In
0: or seat's taken because it literally is.
1: I know, but like, why should I have to say that? That's where I have an issue. Where I'm like, I don't want to talk to you through the door while I'm doing what I need to do. If the door is locked, why can't that be enough?
0: Sometimes love just ain't enough. It sure
1: ain't, baby. Uh, I haven't had dinner yet, and I've had half a glass of wine. You don't even know.
0: Because the next segment.
1: Oh, I'm so excited for this! Yes. I'm excited. Yes. excited. Yes. Or <gasps> specialty cocktail, specialty, specialty drink. drink. We've got Parents an extra special thing. Drinks and the toilet, <laughs> toilet <laughs> water drink toilet Stop water. Really that like was a it. whole other episode. We had an episode about toilets and, and, and you need to go back and listen to it. Why aren't you binging us? Your dog coming here. I need you here. That's right. I'm very excited about this specialty cocktail. Because uh, it's dairy based. It's not dairy based, but it is very interesting, and it is very in honor of the summer that we already feel slipping out of our fingers, which is very upsetting too. Feel me. it in my fingers. I feel it in my frozen pop. That's right. This week's specialty cocktail is the frozen pop. James Jules Ferris is staring at a little bit of daddy on top of the Maha tiki bar and wonders if he ever thought about a deep freeze option. For this you will need one-third of a cup of chopped mint, three and a half ounces of simple syrup, three and a half ounces light rum, one cup fresh squeezed lime juice, five ounces club soda, and here's what you're gonna want to do with all the ingredients. That's in honor of Teresa Judice and her wedding and her hair. <laughs> Muddle the mint and simple syrup in a pitcher. Add rum, lime, juice, and club soda. Pour into popsicle mold, but hold the mint leaves back. Freeze for two hours, then use the popsicle stick to press the mint further down into the popsicles. Then add the popsicle sticks and freeze until solid. At least six more hours. See, we played the long game with this this specialty cocktail this week. Very exciting. Also because I found the molds and I was like, I think we need to do
0: something with this. I think we need a mold in here.
1: Here's the tasting notes.
0: Don't.
1: So, just when you are sweating your beach balls off in the middle of this hot summer, we here at the Tiki Bar think it's time for a project. But don't you panic, faithful listener we would not send you down a path of destruction unless the outcome is a cold, minty, boozy celebration on a hot August night. We're making popsicles. Boozy popsicles! Why have we never thought of this before? We bought our popsicle molds at our local Whole Foods. Well, that and tarot chips. And let me be the first to say, if this little experiment with this summertime delight is a success, we're going to try it throughout the year! I can't wait for a frozen Christmastime time and scotch on a stick to bring in the holidays. Wait, where's everybody going? That's oh, going to be great. Guys? 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 And those are Jules' tasting notes. Now, oh. if you'll please hold. Very... Erin
0: ex- oh. <laughs> was just assaulted by her own headphones. <laughs> it hurt. My face. My valuable face. <laughs> All right. Wow, I've never seen headphones attack like that. Oh. Hi. This has
1: been roosting for a while. Oh. So let's see what
0: happens. Oh, oh my God, Patty! Oh. Do you just suck it off with it? What? Wait. You suck what? You suck that. Wait. How do you get it loose? Well, sometimes you just have it's to be big enough to knock it loose. What's happening? I don't trust you behind me. I don't either. Here, do you want me to help you? Yeah. Do
1: this one. See what happens.
0: What am I supposed to do? How the fuck?
1: <laughs> Hold on, I'm going to run some speed
0: over it. I oh, got it.
1: You got it? Yeah. Okay, that's one.
0: Well, mine broke. Oh, no. That's okay.
1: Is there enough to suck? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It doesn't have to be that
0: thick for me to suck out. Ew.
1: Wait a minute.
0: Mine has dirt in it. Those are... Oh,
1: oh, mine broke too. But okay. Not Okay, here we go. We got some frozen paps.
0: Oh, that's a oh, that's a pop in the mouth. Whoa! That's a dick I wasn't expecting.
1: She's tangy. Now, they say... Oh, fuck. They say in this recipe, all the other flavors get muted in a frozen <sighs> situation. So you have to like double and quadruple what you would normally put in a mojito to try to get the flavor out.
0: Tell me again what's in this fucking thing?
1: All lime. It tastes like all lime. Okay. I here's my advice. Uh, it says a cup of fresh squeezed lime juice. I think that that's the undoing of us. But there's rum in here somewhere. I just there's you sound rum. Good. Okay. I taste a little.
0: Is this going to be one of those things where later we're going to be talking and there's like these bits of mint that are just going to cover we're our stuck teeth?
1: Stuck in our teeth, yeah. And we're going to be abnormally hammered because we won't realize how much liquor we took in.
0: hmm
1: Like every frosty drink at, in Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Look, we keep going, and I think it's because it's a popsicle. There's like a tree of leaves... Mint leaves in here. What are mm. you feeling? Tell me what you're feeling.
0: I'm like I'm I'm fucking downing a a lime, full full throat.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of lime. She's um
0: she's an intense bitch.
1: But there's rum in here. Do you taste but, any rum? No. Ew. <laughs> you know, Do you want a napkin? Yeah. Hold on. Oh Christ keep
0: going she's tangy but good hey
1: my god it's very refreshing
0: it really is although I don't think it's as solid as a popsicle it's more of like a damp popsicle, popsicle it's
1: like an scent. icy remember ices mm-hmm. when you put them in your freezer and you'd have them and they, they were never as good as I wanted them to be.
0: Woo Shees <laughs> I mean, tangy isn't even is an understatement. Oh, she's sweaty.
1: She can't hold up to this heat. No. You know, anybody who's into ASMR who is like a kink for chewing is really loving this pod right now. But this Oof. is I I think I'm tapping out. I think I am too. I think think my heartburn just kicked in. So much. I
0: think that with that, you should get a box of Tums. Oh. Because that's gonna kick in on the train ride.
1: Oh, it's so acidy. Yeah. Mm, Yeah, I got I got shards of mint everywhere in the mouth.
0: You know, she might be good as a um, as a small ice cube. Yeah. With a toothpick in it.
1: In your a mojito. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. So if it's like when people do iced coffee, but they have iced coffee uh, ice cubes. You or know what I mean? Or if
0: you're doing like a, like a dessert pop, you do it in an ice cube. Oh. Square ice cube.
1: I like that. You cover it with some sort of frosting. Ugh. Huh. Why Ooh, do we... God, yeah. like
0: Oh my God, we're like Dan and Roseanne Connor fucking belching at one another.
1: (laughs) I just finished uh, Blown Away, the glass-blowing competition series. Did you watch that?
0: No, but I've heard about it.
1: Here's the tea. When I see some of these competition series, of stuff that I've never really seen before, it's very upsetting because then i think i can do these things
0: i don't think you should try to blow anything <laughs> sorry Jim.
1: tell that to jules he well hi there i beg to differ there sir i these people blowing glass obviously i want you to picture me in a hot shop no. with a kiln first of all they call the kiln the, the glory glory hole right. which i couldn't get past that And a punty, they use a thing called a punty, and I would be a fifth
0: grader. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, punty. Going to that glory hole.
1: Does somebody have any t-shirt that says, hey, punty? Spill the tea on punty, okay? If you do, please reach out to me because I want that shirt. I'm a fifth grader. I understand that.
0: You're built like one
1: i'm built i look, built, like, I look one. like one i somebody said you could fit 23 earths in uranus and i laughed for five minutes you so that's like how one. i know yeah. exactly like yes straightforward but there is a glass blowing school not far from us and i may have looked up classes because now i'm curious go
0: get go get yourself a class on blowing and then let me know
1: i'll let you know because this is just like the no, it's not cheap, because I think you're paying for the space, you're paying for the glass. And hazard You're going to break a lot of glass. It hazard pay com- completely. But that's the danger of shows like this. They make people believe that they're capable of doing something better
0: well, it's like that <laughs> with
1: cake. their lives. It's like
0: that cake show. It's like everyone thought they were a baker, and then you're like, what is, is this? it
1: cake?
0: Or is it a brick? Oh, it's a brick. Nope. No, it's a cake, but it just tastes like a brick.
1: Exactly. Yeah, any baking show. All those baking shows made everybody during the pandemic think that they could be a baker. They can't. But now I know a guy who fully is like, I'm starting my own baking blog. I'm like, oh, God. But you know what? That's the danger of all this stuff because there was so much stand-up online, now everybody thinks they can be a stand-up.
0: Everyone thinks they're funny.
1: Oh, I know. And they come in, and oh, Lord, do they try. I'm sure that they do. It's very... Exhausting.
0: Exhausting watching them or exhausting having to watch them?
1: A little from column A, a little from column B. Oh, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of people who get like full shows because they're like, well, you're a TikTok star. You've got like two million followers. And then they show up and they're like, I've never been around people before, ever. It's like a weird thing.
0: Well, yes, they've been doing it from their closet.
1: Yeah. And like they've never actually physically been outside.
0: Correct. Correct.
1: What'd you see? What's know, wrong? Something just. Sh- Stop it! What'd you see?
0: I think you have a bear in your backyard.
1: Did something move in the backyard? Or
0: I thought something did. That's why my head turned. You no know
1: way! The deer. There. She came back again. Oh. She was in the front lawn. We could literally go right up to her, and she'll be like, "Whatever." She doesn't move. She's like, my people were here first. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, this is my lawn before it was your lawn. I've been shitting here since 1986. (laughs) Where have you been? Okay. I
0: have no problem. I heard you, little stupid little pod. I can shit anywhere.
1: My family came to this restaurant when I was a doe, (laughs) and my kids come here with me all the time, So, so this is my place.
0: I have no problem. I don't need a lock. I don't need to announce myself. I'm just... All right, here.
1: You're very lucky. You're lucky to have me here. The best part <laughs> is, is that it flusters Jules every time. And we pulled up last night, and sure enough, she runs like a couple steps, but then she realizes it's us, and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh it's just these people. They're not gonna, they're not doing shit to me. Look at that." Because J- Jules runs after them, and he's like, oh, "Hi!" And you know, they're like, "Oh God, the performers here. This is great. I love this restaurant.
0: It's so good." Oh, clown boys. Ooh, here.
1: live entertainment. I love this. Oh, I'll
0: sit down. I wonder if they'd ever bring me something to eat here.
1: God, I'm just waiting and waiting to put my order in. (laughs) Grass. Bushes. More bushes, please. But they just don't get flustered by them at all. And I have great video footage of multiple days of Jules going out and being like, Go away! And this this deer is just like, fuck all the way off. I don't know who you think you are. (laughs) But you're funny. You're a funny guy. You're very cute.
0: This episode of DeerPod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions.